This is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series with the conclusion of the first sermon my husband preached on David and Goliath. When we left off, we were in chapter 17 and verse 26. The Israelites at the camp across from the Philistines have told David about the great rewards King Saul will give to the man who kills Goliath. David responds, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Here now is Pastor Greg. So characteristic number one was that David was a responsible, dutiful, obedient to authority, good steward, doing what was told for him to do, not being puffed up by the fact that, hey, old Samuel came and said, I'm going to be king someday. He accepted the anointing, then he put it aside and did what he had to do as a shepherd, as a son, as a member of the kingdom, being honorable to the king. Number two, now we see that David is a man of faith. He's a man that has a clear vision of God, and he's not daunted by the circumstances. He's not fearful by the obstacles, as Israel and Saul are fearful. Would you describe David as fearful here? No. You would describe them as we're told right here that they melted away. They fled. They were dreadfully afraid. But you would not describe David as fearful. Fear, as I've said many times, is the opposite of faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. Israel is fearful. David is faithful. And he's a man of faith, and that's going to make him a good leader. Number three, there's a sense in this tone of what David is saying of indignation of righteous indignation against evil. If you listen to the tone in David's voice, this reproach from Israel, this uncircumcised Philistine, he should defy the armies of the living God. There's an overwhelming flood in his heart not to let that which is against God prosper and win. There's an overwhelming desire not to see God's people defeated and shamed. There's a hunger for what's right. It's not right for this Philistine to defy the armies of God like this. There's an unrighteousness to it. And there's an anger in David's voice against this sin. He has a conviction against the wrongness of the situation. And that's another thing important for those in heavenly authority. To just not want to see that which is wrong prosper. And not want to see the people of God defeated. There has to be a hunger and thirst for what's right. As Jesus said in the sermon in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. David thirsts for what's right. And of Jesus himself, it was said in John chapter 2, 
in verse 13. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. When he made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has consumed me, has eaten me up. Zeal. Jesus was zealous against what was wrong. He had conviction. And it overflowed from him. In Psalm 119 and verse 137, it says, Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. Your testimonies which you have commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal has consumed me because my enemies have forgotten your words. Your word is very pure. Therefore, your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. And throughout the Psalms, when David writes, he loves the way of the Lord. He loves the words of the Lord. He loves the things of God, and he's zealous for them. Zeal, conviction are characteristics of a good leader. To desire to see the way of God prosper and to desire to see the way of wrong and error be defeated. He's a man of conviction. Verse 27 of 1 Samuel chapter 17, the people answered him in this manner saying, so shall it be done for the man who kills him. Because he said, what shall be done for the man? All this is going to be done? And they said, that's what's going to be done. But none of them volunteered to do it. So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Now look at this, verse 28. Remember, God says, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I have refused Eliab. Right? Look at this in verse 28. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to these men, and Eliab's anger, Eliab's anger was aroused against David. Now, he's angry, but he's not angry at Goliath. He's not angry at the Philistines. He's not angry at himself or the other Israelites that are cowering. Who is he angry at? He's angry at David. This big, tall guy, Eliab, that Samuel said, surely this is the Lord's anointed. He's mad at his younger brother, his kid brother, for asking all the people about this and bringing it to their attention that somebody should be going down to defy this uncircumcised Philistine. He's angry at David. When a servant of the Lord points out what's wrong, when a minister of God speaks about sin, the response of the sinful and unbelievers, if they don't want to repent, is to be angry 
at the messenger. Right? John the Baptist, they were so angry at him, he lost his head for it. And it's the same today. Look at the allegations that Eliab makes against David. He says, why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? You left your sheep, those little sheep, and you came down here. I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. You're prideful. You're insolent. That's why you're doing all this. You wanted to see the battle. You tried to cause some trouble, and you left your little sheep, you irresponsible thing, you. Now, he's lived with his brother all these years. And he has to know that his brother is very, very, very responsible, right? We saw it. He left the sheep with the keeper. Who has sent David? His father. For what purpose? To help Eliab and his other brothers and get some food for the rest of the men and to get the old man some information. And David, doing what was right, has to suffer the insolent comments of his older brother who accuses him of being the prideful one, the insolent one. The false accusations. Was any of it true? No, right? Does the fact that it's not true stop people from saying it? No. People will make allegations all over the place. What's happened here? David has shamed them. Eliab feels ashamed. And it's easier to take it out on David and apply to David what really applies to him and to accuse him of wrongdoing when there was no wrongdoing than to deal with the problem in himself. And this is the way of human nature. It happens over and over and over again. And you know, Eliab knows that David has been anointed, right? He saw Samuel in the house. He's seen David move into the king's court and soothe the king. He knows David goes and tends the sheep. I wonder if Eliab would still be tending the sheep had Samuel anointed him. And yet David is wrongly charged because they're envious. They're envious of his courage. They're envious of his faith in God. They're envious of his convictions and what's right. They're envious in his hope of what God can do, and it shames them. Just as Joseph's brothers, when they're lazy and around, they're shamed by Joseph's conduct, and they take him, they throw him in the pit, and they sell him into slavery to the Ishmaelites. And just as it says in Mark chapter 15 and verse 9, But Pilate answered them, saying, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Verse 10, For he knew... Pilate knew that the chief priest had handed him Jesus over because of envy. Envy. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd so that they should rather release Barabbas to them. Envy. When we're wrong, when we don't confess and turn to God for forgiveness, if we want to stay where we are, then we have anger against those who boldly pronounce what's right, and we're envious of those who do what's right. And that's the way of human nature, of human beings. They'll take a person and put him into slavery. They'll cut off his head. They'll even nail him to a cross and mock him. Eliab looked good on the surface. 
But what does it say? But the Lord looks at the heart. Eliab is very, very wrong in his heart. You came down for yourself. You wanted to see the battle. You left those little sheep. You bad guy, you. And the next time, we'll see David's response to his older brother, Lord willing. How something can seem so right on the outside and yet can be so wrong. God knows the important thing is the heart. God sees what's going on inside and God knows the heart of Goliath and he knows the heart of David. And the heart of a believer in the right place is taller than any obstacle Satan can send against him. Father, we thank you for your holy scriptures. We thank you for the encouraging words that we have in your word to bring us back to focusing our sight on the author and the perfecter of our faith, to keep our eyes centered on Jesus, that we would not go to the left or the right, that we would not see the challenges and the overwhelming size of the evil in this world and the sin of the flesh and the demons and the devil set against us. But Father, we would see the victory that we have in Jesus Christ, the Son of David. In his name we pray, amen. We value your comments. All correspondence should be mailed to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Also, let me invite you to our Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets at 10 a.m. at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.